Hey brothers and sisters, this is Elizabeth Marie with Latter Rain 333. I come to you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and I do this video for His glory alone. Last week, I did a video on the state of the churches, primarily in America, and I got such a huge response not only through the comments below the video, but also personally of many of you that have left the church because of the very things that I mentioned in my video. How the church has become compromised, how it's teaching false doctrines, and how it has false teachers, and on and on. And I was amazed at, sadly amazed, at how many churches are definitely now um, they're may, maybe reaching the masses, but they're not feeding the sheep like they should. And the Lord then reminded me about house churches. That was the word that came to me, is house churches. And how they are needed during these times. There are so many Christians who are becoming displaced from the local church and they have nowhere to go. And it's not just you. If, you. if you're one of the people that this is um, that I'm talking about, it's, there's so many people now. There's so many Christians who are now churchless. But you know, there are alternatives than going to a conventional church that's not following the way of the Lord. It's better that you leave a church that's not following the Lord than stay in one. Some of the alternatives that the Lord has shown me is mainly start a home group right in your own home. You've got to remember that the church is only where there's two or more gathered in His name. It is not a building. It is not a program or a social club or entertainment that we see in so many churches today. A church is people and it's for meeting in the, in the name of the Lord and to come together for worship or for fellowship, prayer, and to read His Word. It's very simple. It doesn't have to be such a production. So for those of you who are looking for fellowship outside the mainstream church, think about maybe starting a Bible study in your home, a prayer meeting, or just a time of fellowship. And I was also thinking that there's so many ministries that people can do together that can become a time of prayer and fellowship before you go and serve, such as going and feeding the poor or helping at a nearby homeless shelter or volunteering at an assistant living center for the elderly. These are all ministries that you can do together as a group and it can bring you together in, in a great time of fellowship that you, where you can have uh, prayer and read the word together as well. All it takes is just a few people who are, who are like-minded to take that plunge and start meeting together. Now there is this excellent series that I listened to a, a couple years ago and it's concerning house churches, home churches. And it was really, really encouraging. It really ministered to me. I found it very enlightening. So I thought I would once again share it with you all. Hopefully it will provide some food for thought 
and provide some alternatives. And it, it is concerning how to start a home church and also the history of home churches. So, like I said, I would really encourage you to listen to it. There's only six videos that are 10 minutes each. So the total um, time to listen to it would be an hour. I will have the links down below in the description box. I will also have the links in my blog. And that tr the transcript for this video is also down below. So you can look at either place. So brothers and sisters, pray and seek if the Lord is leading you to do something right in your own neighborhood. Let him lead you. Let him guide you for the details if he places it on your heart. He will open the right doors at the right time if you follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. Now here are two verses I wanted to share concerning it. The first one I already already said, Matthew 18:20 says this, For where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there in the midst of them. That's the church, brothers and sisters, Matthew 18:20. And then the next one is Hebrews 10:25, For forsaking excuse me, not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. And that scripture saying that the Lord wants his people to be together. We are the body of Christ. He doesn't want us isolated. So pray and ask the Lord how this is to come into your life we don't want to forsake the assembling of ourselves, especially as the day approaches. And that day is the last day, I believe, the day of the Lord that the Lord is talking about. So he's specifically targeting the end days, the end times. That specifically in these times that we're in, we are to get together because there are strength in numbers, brothers and sisters. He wants us to be a, the body as he is the head. Alright, I also want to share with you now a message that I received on February 7th, 2023. It's fairly short, so hang in there with me. It's encouraging, too. This is, for me, this was encouraging. Let me read the first part to you. It says, this is what I heard. I heard, I will give vision to my people so they will understand the times they are in. Man-made doctrines will be smashed and swept away as the truth will become revealed. Many of my people are deceived by false ideas and have been misled. They need to study the word for themselves to further understand the days that they are living in. It is not what they have been taught, but something quite different. If you ask the Holy Spirit to lead you into all the truth, your eyes will be opened. I want to stop there. What the Lord's been showing me, and what he's saying here, is that many Christians have gotten wrong doctrine concerning the last days and because of that they are going to continue to be greatly deceived and so he's saying to throw out the man-made doctrine that, um, and go and study yourselves the word of God you know wipe the slate clean of all the things that you've learned in church and Sunday school and people and books and just have a, a, a clear slate, brothers and sisters, and go straight to the Word of God and study it. Study it with the Greek. Study it with the Hebrew. And then start, you know, you can go ahead and, and find confirmations in the Word of God. 
and like in the Old Testament will confirm what's happening in the New Testament. And these are all really important. Seek it through the Word of God and let the Holy Spirit lead and guide you to the doctrines of these last days. It's very important. I'm going to go back to the message. I heard this. Question everything and trust no one except the Spirit's leading. Right now, the Holy Spirit, and this is um, one, another thing I wanted to add about the Holy Spirit. He is leading and guiding people in the Word right now like never before. I really believe He's unlocking truths that have not been unlocked before. Because they're in, they were sealed up till the end days, which we're in. So you need to ask the Holy Spirit to show you. Back to message. Many are in danger of falling away because of great disappointment and sorrow. They will think I have abandoned them, when in fact it is just that they have believed the enemy's lies and deceptions. Seek discernment like never before so you do not fall in that trap. So, if you believe false doctrine, then there is a chance that you will get disappointed and believe that the Lord is not answering or, or that he has misled you or that he doesn't answer prayer. And that's what the Lord's talking about. Um, that's what false doctrine does. It deceives you to the point that you, and you start believing the enemy's lies. So this is why it's important that you personally know you know the Word of God. You know what it says in the Greek. You know what it says in the Hebrew. And you can stand on the Word of God. And when the enemy comes to try to throw uh, doubts your way, you can just tell him to flee in the name of Jesus because you know what the Word says. All right, now I want to share with you a couple of personal admonishments that the Lord shared with me. This was a message for me. I will not share the first part of it because it was personal. But I believe the second part is very short. So like I said, hang in there. Uh, I believe is hopefully will be an encouragement to all of you. This is, like I said, this is the Lord uh, telling me to continue what I'm doing. Um, and it was just uh, a reminder for me. And hopefully it will be a reminder for you. So let me read it. This is what I heard from the Lord. We were talking about His coming, and this is what I heard. I heard, yes, my coming is very soon. Get ready and prepare for it. Not much time left to do the Father's business. Open your eyes wide open and let in my light. Continue to do what you are doing. Get the word out before my soon return. Call for repentance in all things. Everywhere you go, hand out tracts and witness. All right, I want to stop there. Um, I do have in my purse tracks, and I try to get them out, but I'm not that faithful at it. I go through periods or seasons where I do it, and I really felt the Lord was encouraging me to do this all the time now because the time is late to get out into people's hands as many tracks as I can and try to witness if I get the chance, but if I don't, at least put a track in somebody's hand. So that's what he, he meant when he said, everywhere you go, hand out tracks and witness. Back to the message. Be intentional in sharing the gospel. Feed the poor. Pray for all people. Seek me and I will be found. Read and study my word continually. Do not hold back. Run the race with purpose for my kingdom. Tell my people that the finish line is in sight. Do a sprint to the finish. Finish the race strong. And that was the end of that message, brothers and sisters. I'm going to go ahead now and read Hebrews 12, 1 through 2, and I, I will end with this. Therefore, we also, 
Since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God.